Okay. So, hi. This is uh, this Eli. Here we are, back in the back in the car, traveling south now on 101. So gray and overcast, 55 degrees out. It's a beautiful day. Uh, sun is low. Nice low winter light. Low windy out there. It's probably loud. Sorry, I'm recording this in my car, my phone, but. Um, this is how we're this is how we're doing it. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling a little self-conscious about my fear and meat monologue. I don't know if I really nailed it. I think I was scared, you know. Uh, I'd been thinking about it a lot, and I love cooking, and I love cooking meat, and I love sharing weird knowledge about it. And I think the idea of like fear and being scared of meat um, kind of all go together, you know. Hopefully it wasn't too weird. Maybe I can make up for it. I think I'll make up for it by um, uh, recording one about making an apple pie. Because uh, I've got a really great apple pie recipe that you should know. Uh, and so we'll, we'll get to that too. But um, for now, a nice relaxing afternoon. Remember that book that we sewed? I think it's time to case that book in. Um, it's time to make a cover, a case for it. And uh, let's carefully glue it inside. Um, so here's what we're going to need. We're going to need some board for the... We're making a hardcover open spine book. Um, hard spine hard open spine so the spine when you if you take the book and open it so that like the covers are parallel uh, you know in a line um i guess they're parallel if they're closed if you open it and so the book is wide open and you're holding one cover in each hand and kind of stretching it out the arms of the book are outstretched uh you can look down the spine and the spine can see a hole down through there. Um, that's an open spine. Um, and then it's got a hard little bit of board in that spine um, so that you got some protection back there for all the wear that you're going to put on this thing because you're going to have a rowdy time with this because you want to draw some pictures, you want to write some things, and you want to put it on the back of your motorcycle and ride to New Orleans. I know you do. I know that's what you want to do. Uh, but you're just scared. <laughs> um, so what you're going to want is some cloth for the spine. And then you're going to want some fancy paper for the cover. Um, the cloth that we're going to use on the spine should be paper-backed cloth. And there's certain types of starched cloth that's paper-backed that you can get. Um, on at the internet store. Um, there's some great bookbinding supplies. I assume that Talus is still supplying great bookbinding supplies. Um, and there's other places and little boutique shops and places you can find it. Um, so, but you could also make yourself some paper-backed cloth um, if you were to use some uh, wheat paste, maybe a, I believe it's a show you um, wheat paste. Uh, you know, that's an acid-free uh, flour, basically, that you'd be able to use. Um, and I think what you want to do with that is, like, get the paper pasted, and then you lay the cloth over that put the get the paper pasted and put it down so like on some plexiglass and then put the cloth on that and that's where like you're going to be want to be real careful with that cloth to get it um get the grain straight um you know i would if i was going to do it i might get that cloth wet before i put it on the paper to accept that, you might want to put a layer of 
a wheat paste on the inside of the cloth. Um, you could experiment with the ways to get that cloth to adhere and become rigid and starched. And whether you were to press it or roll it or burnish it uh, would also depend essentially on what you were going for aesthetically. Also, same with the grain. Like, sure, you probably want to get the grain true, but you don't have to. Um, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna get you if you don't. So um, you're gonna, and you could also just paper back. You just get some paper and glue it onto some cloth. Also great. Um, I think the. You're going to find having a paper back to it will just make it easier in putting that together. And I think that it's going to make – you know what it is? When you're putting the board, you got the the spine board, the chip board and the spine, and, you, and, and then you're trying to align the cover boards, and you're gluing the end sheets into the cover board having that paper backed cloth will make that alignment a little easier. If you don't have the paper back in there, that cloth is going to be a little sloppy and it's going to be harder to get that end sheet in there true and everything. You totally can. Um, I've definitely done some weird binding like that and they were all, they're all beautiful books. So uh, it just might be a little bit easier and also, you know, more traditional and more fun to put in that paperback cloth. So we got some paperback cloth on the spine for the spine. And then we got some fancy paper for the cover. Uh, marble paper, uh, you know, a traditional um, marble paper is a great way to go. Um, and there's all sorts of ways to get that paper. You might want it to be acid-free. Um, you know, a little thicker on that paper is nice because you're going to be, that paper will be your corners and edges out front. So um, a little more durable and a little more heavy, like heavily bonded ink is going to be preferable. Um, if you're going to marble the paper, then you're just going to want to seal it correctly um, and using a heavier paper but not too heavy um, is a good idea. Um, also, like maps, musical paper, like it's got notes on it and stuff. That was always a big hit when I was a youngster. Um, you know, fancy paper. Some handmade paper with like some textures on it, some printed paper, some old timey wallpaper. Uh, you got a lot of great options for that cover. Um, you could also put leather around the corners. You could make little leather uh, corners and you could pare down the edges of that leather. Pairing leather is a whole ass thing. Um, and we could talk about that too, but maybe I shouldn't talk about that because then it would take another 20 minutes. And um, we got to get this. We got to get this case made. Um, we could talk about the leather when we do a cord binding because I think the cord binding is when it's going to get more exciting. And then we could talk about embossing and debossing on the cover and using that chipboard that we're going to use on the spine to cut out fancy little shapes and put underneath your paper or your leather or your cords to make some texture on the surface. But first, we're just going to make a regular book. Um, so, got your fancy paper picked out. You got your cloth with the paperback, if you'd like. And then you're going to have the cover boards... And the spine board. The cover board is what I would refer to as Davy board. And that's like an eighth inch thick denser cardboard. And then the spine is what I would refer to as chip board. And that's going to be closer to, you know, a sixteenth, if not maybe, uh, you know, three thirty seconds uh, thickness on the spine 
you know, you can have it thicker on the spine. It's okay to have that thicker chipboard on the spine. Um, I have made books um, using uh, cereal boxes. That's a great source of cardboard. I don't know how acid-free it is, and also, um, you know, you got some weird, like, print stuff in there um, that you could laminate around. Um, you can also peel off that codeine and laminate. You can find these kind of boards. But um, those are also some advanced level techniques. Um, and then you might want to press that stuff if you're going to laminate it. You want to put some pressure on it while you glue it together. Um, the glue you're going to want to use is probably PVA, polyvinyl acetate. But, um, you know, a little tight bond 3 wood glue will totally work in a pinch. I mean, that glue is great. Love that glue. Um, yeah, honestly, being real, if I was going to make a book right now, I'd probably just use Type Bond 3. But uh, you got some PVA, and chipboard, a little thinner spine board, and then a little thicker, denser board for the covers. And you've also identified, if you'd like, the direction of the grain in those, and you would probably want to have them have the grain run vertical up and down with the book. So it went, the grain goes with the spine. So the chipboard is going to be a little stronger in that spine. If it doesn't, if, you, if you're running against the grain, that spine will be a little more flexible and less rigid. But you're also gluing it into that, onto that, um, board, you're laminated like onto the cloth and everything, so um, the grain is helpful, but I don't know. I don't know how necessary that one is. Uh, rigidity, schmid digity. So now, how big do you want those pieces of board? I find that if I'm pretty much making the cover board the same size as my book uh, from spine to front to opening of the book is going to be the width and the height, you're going to want to add in, you know, an eighth or three what is it, 3.30 seconds? Yeah, 3.30 seconds. Uh, 7.64 into the top and the bottom. So let's just say we get an 8, so we're going to add a whole ass quarter inch top and bottom. Really an 8 is too much, but just so I don't have to say um, well if it's 14.64, so it'd be 7.30 seconds. You can add 7.30 seconds. And be feeling pretty good by yourself. Um, even three sixteenths, and then split it down the middle. So that's top and bottom. So you can have a little extra on the top, a little extra on the bottom, and it will also hang over on the front, off of a, over the edge, the deckled edge, or the edge that is going to be the opening of the book. So. Um, but you're going to get that distance because you're going to kick those boards out from the spine because you've got a little space between your chipboard and your cover board. Your spine board and your cover board are going to be separated. Um, and so, let's see if I can remember that measurement. I'd probably put that at 516. So that's going to be but that'll kind of tuck in, so it'll end up being closer to an eighth that'll actually stick out. And then plus you got a little back in that spine because it opens spine. So um, you've got the board, the width of the board, your cover board, is the same width as the book. And you could, if anything, it could be, you know, a 30 second bigger. You don't, don't got to have it like super tight. 
and then you want a little top and bottom, a little extra taller, so another quarter inch for top and bottom. Um, and then your spine, it should be basically the size of the book with the the cover boards and the book together that's about the spine if not also maybe a little you know another 30 second there um it should be you know trying to measure the width of the book is always a little bit like are you pushing on it how hard are you pushing on it? you measure the spine you measure the front like what's the actual measurement um and so I feel like with all these extras, this is where I, always, I can end up with like a, a case that's just a little too big on all the edges. Um, but it's better, I think, than it being a little too snug. So that's kind of like personal preference, too. It's like how much extra, how much tightness you want on this thing. Um, you'll kind of you know, get to experiment with that because those exact measurements, the thickness of the paper, the way that you assemble this thing, those will all kind of dictate a little bit where those um, thicknesses or thinnesses uh, show up. And so you got to pay attention to what you're doing and you're going to be objective about it and you're going to be honest with yourself about how much extra and how you did and how um, tight your folds are and how clean your hands are and how clean your bone folder is. Oh man, dirty bone folder. There's nothing, nothing worse. Well, there's some worse things, but nothing quite like spending all that time on a nice book and then getting a smudge from a dirty bone folder or gluey spot on your finger or something. Perpetual wrestle of keeping the hands clean. I never did get to the place where I was buying new books with um, gloves, but I definitely thought about using rubber gloves or white glove in it. Uh, you just wash the shit out of them and get to making a mess. Okay, so we got some board. We got our uh, cover board. We got that size figured out. Now we need to get our spine. The spine, the width of it is going to be, like we said, the cover board plus the book. And maybe a little extra, but not a 16th extra. That's too many. That's too many. Maybe just a 64th, all right? Just take it easy. Um, and then height. Um, you know, probably it's probably going to be a 30-second taller because the measurement I would use is if you put the Davy, put the chipboard spine on top of your cover board and you take your fingers and you push it on either side so that it's even with your the height of your cover board and it kind of arches a little bit um, it should arch up about a half inch in the middle um, that is a very strange measurement technique I'm guessing that that's probably in the neighborhood of a 32nd because that's a cute low number 64 is just so small but um, you know you could do a 64 that's okay don't do it less than it's the same a little prouder, but not less than. Because then you just, it's going to be weird. So, now you want to, you got all those boards cut. Oh, but wait, hold on. We're going to trim the corners, the inside edges of that cover board. So, on this part where, on the inside edge of those boards, the part that's closest to the spine, we are going to trim the corners 
so that if you cut the corner to 45, just nip off the little corner edge of your cover board. Um, so that you end up with that 45 angle will measure about an eighth inch. So you're just going to cut off a little triangle, a little equal, no, a little, um, a triangle, is that an equilateral triangle, and then, or the hypotenuse is an eighth inch, um, anyways, um, a right angle triangle with the uh, hypotenuse at eighth inch off the corners, the inside edges of those boards, so that the part on the top and bottom of the book, over by the spine, has a little extra wiggle room there. You have a little, like, nipped off, so you don't have a sharp edge, but you do have a sharp edge out on the outside edge. Uh, unless you wanted a round edge, but that shit is hard to fold over, so we don't want to talk about that yet. Um, but on that inside edge, you're not folded over it, and that'll give you a little extra um, action in the spine, helping you to lay flat and look cool. And really, the whole reason you're making a book is because you want to look cool, isn't it? Um, that's why you got into bookbinding, right? So, now, you want to figure out you're going to glue on that spine, <laughs> the chipboard spine, and you're going to glue that cover board into the cloth. Because we want to put the paper over the cloth. So you lay your spine, cloth spine, down first on the board and then you want to overlap the paper because the paper always has a cleaner edge and looks cooler um, and the cloth is has like a cloth edge and it could be there could be a little thread that kind of pulls out and becomes thread you know like gets all thready and you want to do that you want to have that crispy paper edge uh, there might be some other things you want to do you're welcome to do it the other way around um Ain't nobody going to tell you what to do. You're a bookbinder. Um, but what, you, what you're going to do here, well, what I'm going to describe, is putting that cloth down first. But we still haven't figured out how big that cloth is. Um, so I would say, I mean, it's somewhere around, feel like it's like in the neighborhood of like two-fifths it's a little bigger than a quarter a little less than a third um over the spine and then so you got two-fifths of your spine is going to be of the cover is going to be cloth then you want to measure it out such that you got some cloth on the spine, you got something that overlaps onto the cover, and then you're going to have paper that finishes that, and then the paper's going to fold over on the inside. You want to give yourself an inch or so to fold over top and bottom and front edge of the book. Um, and so you're going to cut your paper and your cloth your paper-backed cloth for the spine, you're going to cut those to the appropriate sizes. You're welcome to have that come over more, have a deeper cloth spine, so the spine wraps around more. You can go half of that front of the back book. Um, I feel like in that two-fifths is where it looks the crispiest, but that's totally personal preference. Uh, and... So you're going to select your cloth and you're cut it clean so you got a nice straight edge and then it's going to be bigger, taller than the board by about an inch or so. 
somewhere in the inch to inch and a half is totally fine. Um, just make those cuts all crispy and clean. And then you can, huh, excuse me, feel good about it. Feel really good, okay? You feel good about it. And so now you want to glue that. Essentially, that chipboard is going to go right in the middle of that piece of paper-backed cloth. Uh, side to side, it's going to be it's going to be vertical, and side to side be in the middle, and then up and down going to be in the middle. So you can make even some little pencil marks or something. And then, if I was really cranking on it. And feeling good about it, and everything was okay in my life and in my books, I would um, put the glue on the paper backed cloth, and then I would lay the chipboard in the middle, and I would lay the cover boards in next to it. Um, but, you know, since not everything is going great in my life and in my book. Um, we can also just put the glue onto the chipboard spine and lay that down. You could put some pencil marks in there. If I was really nailing it, I wouldn't even put any pencil marks in there. I would just put it in the middle. I'd glue the paperback cloth. I'd lay a nice thin layer of PVA. I might even thin my glue down with water. Just a little bit, not too much, but just so it doesn't, it's not so gluey and thick. Uh, but lay it down in a thin layer in there, not super wet, and lay the glue down and then put that chipboard spine on there. And now we're going to bring in the cover boards, and I want those to be spaced from that spine about 5 sixteenths of an inch. Um, and this is also a little bit preference of like how you're going to case that book in, how you're going to put that sewn up signatures in there, like how tight are you going to have it against the spine and what kind of cloth did you use canvas on the spine of the book. There's going to be a little variation that you might need to mess with. Um, but somewhere in the neighborhood of five sixteenths is gonna be is gonna look good and give you some flexibility and not be too sloppy and not be too tight. Oh excuse me. Uh, so now you have laid down in front of you, you got a piece of paper backed cloth with the paper side up, you put some glue on it, you put the chipboard right down in the middle, the chipboard spine. And then on either side, you've laid down your cover boards, and you've put them down 5 sixteenths an inch away from that spine board. So it's even 5 sixteenths gap going up and down. And you put those in there. With those 45, you cut the corners of the 45, and those 45s are in uh, towards the spine. And so you can you see this little butterfly-looking thing you got laid in front of you. And you got those all laid down. And you didn't put too much glue on the paperback cloth. So it's not like smooching out all sorts of glue on the other side. You got just enough. So when you put down that board, it just sticks on there. And now you're going to carefully fold over the top and bottom edges. Bring the paperback cloth over the top and down from the bottom underneath and you're wrapping it up over the spine and over the top of the books and mind you you're still only you, you got bare you're not all cased in you're still bare covered but you're getting the spine um, attached to this case and so here you might actually use a metal piece of sheet metal tool like uh nice polished piece of thin stainless with a little leather wrapped handle and then you might actually um, uh, fold it like it's like a spatula that you might 
wrap the whole thing, like stick the piece of sheet metal over, under there, and then just flip that board and flip that paper all at once. But you don't necessarily need that tool. You also can just fold it over. Just um, being mindful of that edge, like this is a great time to use your bolt photo also, but try not to round that board. You're trying to make a crispy corner on that board. And, you know, because your spine board is just a little taller, you're going to kind of be tucking things in a little. You're starting to kind of pull things because it's wet with glue. There's a little flexibility. So you're kind of pulling it over, and then you're using the bone folder to tuck in around the spine board and around those little 45s. And push into that area in the spine crease at the top and the bottom where you folded the cloth in and you're kind of seeing the the outside of the cloth, the outside of the book pattern on the inside top and bottom up in those little corners where you might even have headband on the uh, sewn book. So um you fold those in, and you carefully tuck your corners, and you use the bone folder to start kind of pushing in there. Then you can flip this over, and um, one thing, you you might want to do this on a paper that you could, like, you're going to glue up things on a piece of paper that you can then throw away. Some people, you can use wax paper, but which is like has a great release to it, but it can kind of put some waxy stuff on surfaces. And it's more expensive. You could just use like a newspaper or newsprint paper. Um, but, or just a really clean counter. But just make sure you wipe it because as you're kind of flipping things up and down, you might be putting glue on the counter. This is one of those moves. You're going to flip it over and then you're going to take your bone folder down inside that spine crease. And kind of push against that spine and start rubbing that line in and then against the chip against the cover board on the other side and then you're going to come up into those cute little 45s and kind of rub in that 45 push the cloth in there and create that um, that little crease that goes in there so you're kind of taking the bone folder and tracing the exterior of that cover board through the cloth careful now because this is where you can tear through the cloth this is where you can slip and make a make a boo-boo um this is also a really wonderfully satisfying moment where you're kind of tightening things up and it can be really beautiful and really crispy um and also a great way to just mess it all up so now um you're tucking that spine in, and it's starting to look like a Galdane book. You could even now, once you've got those all those edges creased in, uh, you could oh, excuse me, take that case and kind of wrap it around the book and take a look at it. Uh, wrap it around your cell book and see if you're if you're doing it right, or perhaps you're doing it wrong. Uh, which also might be something you might do. Because um, you're a bookbinder. You're going to do it wrong. Um, so now we've got our spine onto our boards. Now we would like to put some fancy paper on the cover. We got some nice marble paper, some vintage marble paper from Peggy Skycraft. Uh, we've taken very good care of this over the years. We could use that. And so now you want to overlap it over that cloth, like, you know, a quarter inch. Doesn't need to be much, but just a little bit so it's over that. Um, and so you're going to flip the book over so that the it's still it's still splayed out. Um laying flat with the spine up and let's put the spine kind of crossways in front of you rather than going up and down in front of you 
going side to side. So the spine is side to side. So you've got on top of your field of vision is one side of the book, the cover, then it's the spine, and then below is the other cover. And now you're going to take that paper and you're going to glue up the paper. You're going to apply glue to the inside of that paper to the part that you're going to stick down. And you're going to put an even layer of glue. And this is where you can also do it onto a piece of paper. And you're carefully gluing, using a brush, applying the glue to this paper, carefully painting the glue from the in center out of the paper. And you can even like glue the whole thing without getting the edges. Get it all glued. And then the last thing you're going to do is kind of go around and just like wipe from the center out to each to the edge of that paper so you're getting a nice clean edge and um, huh, you be careful uh, to not <coughs> let any glue get underneath and around those edges so that the glue only stays on the one side of the paper and you're not getting that glue up and around it because that would be a boo-boo uh, which you're welcome to make because you're a bookman and so now you've glued the paper now you got some wet paper now here's a trick that you've been wanting to hear is you're going to take this paper and you're not actually going to put it right where you want it. You're going to put it a half inch away from that spot. You're going to put it on the cover, but you're not going to overlap the cloth, right? And then you're going to just kind of touch it down really quickly and then pick it back up and put, then you're going to put it where you want. And this trick, I'm, you know, there's times that this, trick has actually bit me in the butt where I tried that but I stuck it down too long and I lifted it up and it actually tore the fancy paper and that edge but I remember my pops teaching me this and that what he was doing was removing the excess glue from that edge and I think this also was part of his gluing technique and that often there would be just a bit more glue on things and in order to get a good glue coating, he might have uh, put too much and too thick of a glue. So, uh, you know, as I'm talking about this, I remember multiple times of, like, tearing things and having mistakes happen. So be careful with this fancy move. Um, but it can help because the moment when you go to, like, run the bone folder over everything, and it squeezes out glue on that edge, and that's kind of it. Like, once you squeeze glue out of there, you ain't never unsqueeze it. So, um, just be careful with your glue. And then also, the other trick is to just really carefully apply the right amount of glue to that edge, and then not uh, push it. But, it, man... It's so easy to, like, make it spoogeable out there on that corner, so, um, on that edge. So, just be aware of that place. That's where you're going to, like, squeeze glue out of and you're going to mess things up. So, and then you're going to get your paper stuck down after you do this little edge trick. But careful, just push it down. Don't let it sit. Pick it back up. And then put it right where you want it. Um, along covering the cloth, okay? So it's gapped it a quarter inch or so over the cloth, maybe even three-eighths if you're part in. And now you're going to fold the edges, but before you fold the edges over, you're going to want to trim the corners off. And I just do this with the wet glue, but you could do it before. But it's if you do it with the wet glue, 
and with the paper on there, you know you're cutting right to the right spot. And and maybe you made it exact or you made a measurement. You laid this out firsthand. But um, if even if you do, it's like getting that layout just so, so that corner, because it's very finicky to get this corner just right. And if you cut it short, it's, it's such a bummer. So, um, glue it up, stick it on there, and then you're going to cut those, cut the corners. And these are the outside corners of the paper. Um, Sorry, I got open the window. I feel like I'm going to fall asleep here. I'm putting myself to sleep with this amazing um, bookbinding technique. Classic. A classic uh, Hanson bookbinding trick. So, I'm going to trim that corner. And here's another. There's the eighth inch. It's a great measurement where it's essentially... You want that corner to be the distance from the corner. They're cutting that piece of paper to 45. The distance from that edge of the paper to the corner of the board should be about the same as the thickness of that board. So somewhere in that eighth inch range. Um, and so now you've trimmed the paper on both corners at a 45. And then trim those at a 45. Then you're going to fold them in. And really, you could start in top and bottom or side. Uh, I think it's preferable to start on the, the side edge. So you're going to fold that in. Okay? Uh, fold that over and in. And Give that a little rub with a little folder on those corners. And then, kind of like a Christmas present, when you're wrapping it and folding that paper in, you kind of tuck that little corner edge in around that where you've cut it at 45. Uh, and this is one of your tucking your corners. And you tuck that little edge in just a little bit, use the bone fold to kind of get that corner set and kind of just wrapping around and then you fold the next side and then you fold the top and the bottom over and so those will then lap over that 45 that you cut and create that perfect corner and then again you use the bone folder to kind of round it from top to bottom this is why we folded it on the inside first is that we take the bone folder to it and you go from top to bottom, from top to inside, outside to inside, um, it kind of rubs it. it. It creates this nice roundish corner, and it puts the paper in the right way so it doesn't snag from the top, but it's poking out the side. I mean, nothing's going to be poking out, but the corner will have a little edge that could be exposed. So you're going to want to do it that way. Um, then... You're going, to put the, you're going to put the next piece of paper on the other side. You're going to do the same thing. I don't even need to tell you how to do it. So you got both pieces of paper on the cover. You got your spine tucked in and like on the on the outside of the book you've run the bone pulley down that little crevice and you've made that all perfect and now I believe it's time to case this book in it's time to Put the cover on this book. 
so. We need some paper. Newspaper or wax paper. And we're going to need that book that you sewed. So we got the book that you sewed. Okay, so it looks like it fits. So our measurements are correct, and it's the right book, and it's the right case. And if we want to have a top and a bottom, or front and a back, then you can make some orientation on that so that we know what the heck we're dealing with. Mile and a quarter to the junction of 580. That's where I'm, that's where I'm trying to go. You know what I mean? Mile and a quarter. So, let's stick that book inside the case, okay? There sewn up signatures with the cloth canvas wrapped around the back, stick it inside the book, square it up, get it in the right position. Um, and then put a piece of wax paper inside under that, under the end sheet, the, the, the last paper on the signature uh, on that, on one side of the book. Um, so if you have like a direction, um, that the case is going in like that marble paper, or that if you did put end sheets on there, you cheated and you put end sheets on there. Um, then note your direction so that so that you get it in right because this is also where you can case your book in upside down. I'm very good at that trick. Um, so now you put the book inside there and you look at it and you make sure that it's kind of it's right, not wrong but right, and. Then, um, you're going to open, now we're going to open the case and lay it flat. Open the cover, lay it flat. Then you're going to lift up that front end sheet and you're going to stick a piece of paper underneath it, like wax paper and newspaper, and pull it up to the spine of the book so that when you close that, top sheet there's an extra piece of paper stuck in there and that's just a, like uh, something to keep the, the drop cloth to keep the glue off of the inside book um, when you go to glue it and so you start to glue up that piece of paper that end sheet starting with the spine and Petting the glue out towards the front edge. Uh, you don't need to get quite over the edge yet. You just need to like carefully coax that glue onto the back of that end sheet and get it ready to um, glue all the way to the edge. Because once you put that glue on the edge of that paper, that's when it's gonna like start to curl. I mean, probably it's already starting to curl, but that's when it's like more tricky in that you get that edge glued. It's gonna want to curl in, and it's gonna want to um, stick back to itself and stuff. You know, fold in. This is where things are gonna get tricky because you got like messy wet glue on a piece of paper that's on your fancy book and you got it all ready to you're really ready to mess this up. 
It's okay if you do. You can do it. Um, I can't do. Ah, here we are on the Richmond Bridge. On the lower level, because we're heading south on uh, 580, and I can see. No, that's um. You can see the the other bridge, which is the uh, North Goldgate Bridge. But the uh, the Bay Bridge. You can see the Bay Bridge from here. You can see Treasure Island and both sides of the Bay Bridge, and then kind of the backside. San Francisco. Uh, and there's a weird movie out there. Uh, and then I think I'll be a see Alcatraz here in a minute. So it's a beautiful, beautiful day. And now we're gluing that piece of paper. Then we got it down. And now we're going to get that drop cloth paper out of the way so we can carefully open it. Careful now. And you didn't get too much glue on the edge. Just enough, but not too much over the edge. And then you're going to open that, and you're going to take out that drop cloth, and you're going to chuck that, and then your hands are clean, so you're going to be able to kind of grab that gluey end sheet and lay it down carefully. And then got it carefully laid down there. And now you're really just going to close the book on that. And this is also kind of a crazy technique because you're closing the book and you can't quite see what you're doing. But um, this is another one of those kind of learned techniques of closing on there. I don't, you know, it'd be nice to pick up that piece of paper and lay it inside the book, but it's like on the inside of the cover, but it, it's attached to the rest of the book, and you kind of have to do it on this first side, and you definitely have to do it on the other side because it's glued down, so there's not much way around it, and also there's going to be a tendency for a little extra glue on that paper around there to kind of spooge out around the edges and get onto a nice clean cover. So getting the right amount of glue and not rubbing it too hard in the wrong place and using the bone to kind of coax that paper down is going to be it's going to be crucial. So you can practice. You can do a couple dry runs, you know, close that case on there and then line it up as you close it. Um, you don't want the spine to be all the way into the back. This is where you're kind of like designing that depth of how deep uh, the signature is inside. If it's the signature is pretty far inside, the book's going to want to open flatter. If the signature's a ways out and your gaps are big on the cloth from your spine to your cover board, if those gaps are big and you put the book too far out in sticking out, then it, it actually can tear or just not open flat at all. Um, so getting the book tucked back in up against the spine with a tiny gap, tucked back against the spine, and, uh, you know, just paying attention to any physical limitations of that, uh, is crucial, it's crucial. Okay, we're getting up here. Pulling in 580 into Richmond. Uh, we still got a couple exits here. So we're getting down to the exit into 
shows. So, you did that one down, now you can flip it over, and just gonna do the exact same thing. Um, and don't touch the book too far back in, keep it out enough, and that's where you'll kind of like realize the spacing of the spine versus the measurement of the cover board versus the depth that the book goes back in and then once you get it all glued together and you can't change it then you get to see how flat it opens and you get to see why you have that spine with the extra gap and where those where the cover kind of tucks in under the spine and how it all kind of like folds to create the open space in the open spine that allows the book to lay flat. Um, so those are going to be, there's going to be some variable in, in the cloth that you use in the spine and that piece of canvas that you used on the spine of the sewn signatures. Um, the density of that. So that's part of it. Um, that piece of cloth, you're going to want to make sure it gets glue on it when you stick it down. And then inside of the book, you're going to kind of be able to see that cloth. So that's part of why underneath the end sheet, if you open the book and look at the end sheet, now you can see the texture of that canvas that you use to reinforce the spine on the inside of the book. And so that's why you used, well, that's why you were careful with that is so that it looks crispy on the inside. Um, and finding the right thickness of fabric for that so that you can make it structurally sound but also look cool um, is going to be is part of that choice. So, got it glued in. I think we're good. I think we've, we've done it. We've cased this book in. Um, hopefully we've put it right side up. Um, hopefully get your spacing right. Hopefully it lays flat and it doesn't go all weird. Um, now that you've got it all cased in, now you're going to want to press it to dry. And if I don't have a good book press, I think putting a board on top of it careful that spine because the spine is slightly bigger so you want to let the spine hang off outside so you can put a board over the covers but the spine sticking out and then put some weight on it uh, you know maybe some sort of bricks or uh, books or heavy things put on there and to create some pressure and while that glue all sets because the glue will all want to warp it a little bit and all want to kind of warp it um, in different directions so just be aware of that as you let it dry and think about drying it's like making sure it's a Making sure it's drying under pressure because it might take a minute to dry, especially it, depending on how much water you add, that might take a while. But it'll dry, it will dry, and it will be beautiful. Uh, and the heavier, the heavier the pressure you have, the longer you let it dry, the better. Um, so I think that concludes. Uh, crazy case in project hope it wasn't too cool oh, oh, oh. I hope I recovered from that meat and fear monologue um, but if not well there we go that's what we got meat and fear and a book now we got a book so we can write about dear meat and fear diary Today, I ate meat, and I was scared. So, um, thanks for listening this far. I know this is totally crazy, and I know this is really, you know, more for me 
good it is for you, but I'm glad that you're listening. I'm glad that you're interested. And I look forward to sharing with you some more. Okay. This is the end of message. Bye for now.